Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Tuesday, October 1st, I believe. It is. It's October. <sighs> wow. Time flies when you're watching football. Yeah, quarter of the way through the season. Is it me or is this like the fastest sports season on the face? <laughs> it, it is. It really is. Uh, it is Tuesday, October 1st. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon, as always, right across from me. We What's just up? finished week four of the NFL season. Well, not really. Yeah, yeah, we finished it. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. Waiver wire ads, streaming options, quick reactions. We're going to start with the news, but before we jump into the news, be sure to do the following. Check out our website at the Fantasy Champions. Yes. <laughs> He's like, yes. Yes. Uh, go on the, go over and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at the FF Champs on Twitter, at the Fantasy Champs on Instagram. Go to Facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions and like us on Facebook. Um, subscribe wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. Click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Be sure to subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. Let's get into the news. You ready for some news, some injury news? Yes, sir. All right, so McLaren did not play this week. It was an active uh, week four against the Giants, which we thought was going to be a good game for McLaren. Right. You know, like uh, he was he was fine going into that and going into the week, and then uh, I guess Thursday he had a hamstring injury in practice, yep. small one, but they didn't want to push it. So I don't know who McLaren is playing this week, but uh, uh, I can pull that up for you. <laughs> he's like, oh, you know, you know how I beat me. I just want to see if McLaren is like legitimate. McLaren next week or this week? It's the New England Patriots. Oh, GG. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice try, McLaren. Uh, Saquon Barkley is already telling people he plans to beat his four to eight week timeline. Ooh, uh, so that's that's interesting. Um, I would not. He can beat it, but uh, did the Giants let him? Probably <laughs> not. I mean, if they keep winning, yeah, I know. Um, Tyreek Hill collarbone said he couldn't return in two weeks, which is sooner than most people thought. Um, TJ Hawkinson is going to be in vo- avoid being placed on injury reserve after he hurt his uh, shoulder and good. got a concussion yesterday. Yeah, it was a very like he was down for like ten minutes. Really? Yeah, it was. It looked like uh, the Jamal Williams. Like he he didn't move for like ten minutes. Oh wow! So to hear that actually is yeah not, he's fine. Yeah, I didn't even see what happened. He he did one of those things where he tried to leap over a guy. Oh, what an idiot. And yeah, huh? <laughs> What a clown. Uh, yeah, there's no estimated timetable for his return. Uh, this kind of hurts the Lions a little bit. Um, and T.J. Hawkins and Truson. I told you Noah Font was going to finish higher. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen was forced from Buffalo's game uh, against the Patriots with a concussion. He is said to be week to week. Um, I can't remember if it's J.C. Jackson or Jonathan Jones that just went right at Mr. Josh He's Allen. He's one of those head. guys, yeah. That was um, that looked painful. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Antonio Callaway and Golden Tate both have now been reinstated from their four-game suspensions. So uh, the, we finally get Golden Tate and Antonio Callaway back. Well, Golden Tate's gonna be good, but uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, in the Browns' <laughs> offense, Antonio Callaway is probably not somebody you should have in your fantasy team. He's there are gonna be people option. who pick up Antonio Callaway. They're gonna yeah, like pan- they're gonna waste all their fob tomorrow morning. 
That's um, we do not recommend. Yeah, that. don't don't do that. Um, AJ Green expected to uh, be at least out at least until week six. So keep an eye on that situation. He's out more and more. Uh, I feel like this injury just keeps getting prolonged. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, the MRI on. I, I don't know if you saw. He fell yes, on his arm. I did weird. See that, yeah. Um, but his MRI revealed that he has a dislocated left shoulder and a slight labrum tear. Oh. He, he is expected to return week seven. Not oh. that anybody was worried about it. But uh, Chase Daniels did look good. Chase Daniel or Chase Daniels, I don't even know. Chase, but he looked better. He looked than better Mitch than Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah, he did. Trubisky's just such a garbage can yeah. quarterback at this point. I, I don't know what else to say. Like, I wanted, you kind of want him to be good, but he's just not. And um, I think the Bears took him over Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Deshaun Watson. That's. No, it's not. And they traded up in the draft to do it. Um, on Thursday night, <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. On Thursday night football, Devontae Adams, we had two injuries on Thursday night football. Don't know why we didn't lead off with this, but Devontae Adams' toe didn't practice on Monday. Um, I would think that the Packers are going to hold Devontae Adams out for one week just yeah. to be safe. Um, but he does have, between Thursday night and next Sunday, he has 10 days. So he has enough time to recover. Mm-hmm. We'll just see if if – It'll be all right. Um, they said nothing was serious with the toe injury, and, and we should be all right. Um, and then Jamal Williams. There's really no news surrounding Jamal Williams. I don't know if you saw the hit on Thursday Night Football. Yeah. Um, it was pretty nasty. He went to the hospital. Apparently, he's in good spirits. He's okay. Um, and he did not practice Monday is what they said. There's really no – nobody's talking about whether Jamal Williams is going to be back sooner rather than later or he, they're going to hold him out time. If it was just a head and neck injury or he's in concussion protocol, I'm surprised he's not concussed. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he has a concussion. Like there's literally no information on yeah, this right what, now. As a previous Arian Jones owner, I would love to know <laughs> if he's going to have a full not workload. For his or not. Personal safety. Yeah, no. I just want to know how it affects Aaron Jones. How does this affect Aaron Jones? No. Yeah, it was a nasty hit. I'm glad yeah. he's okay. And then um I don't know if you saw the hit on it was an accidental he was actually on the ground longer than Jamal Williams was, but it was uh, De- Devontae oh, the, Maddox, uh, yes. the cornerback the corner. from the Eagles. Yeah, it was a bad couple injuries, but um, I would keep an eye on the Jamal Williams situation because if he does play, that will affect the Aaron Jones situation for you. Correct, yeah. Um, and that's all we got unless you have anything else that uh, I didn't mention. No, I think that's that's just about it, man. Let's get into our quick reaction segment of the show. Um Corey Davis caught a touchdown this week. <laughs> what did I? I literally stopped and thought he's going to say something about Corey Davis, and then you said something about Corey Davis. I just want to. I just want to see. Corey Davis did have ninety-one yards and a touchdown, and we're going to lead off the show by talking about Corey Davis scoring. That's that's all. I, that's he's like, all I that's all I got for week four. We'll just move straight into that's our waiver wire segment. Um, weird week for quarterbacks, huh? Not a lot of strong QB performances. No. Um. Unless you had Jameis Winston, which not a lot of people did or started him. You know like, what I you know what I noticed? What'd you notice? It's starting to happen. At the beginning of the season, everyone was like making fun of the streaming quarterback truthers. Yep. And uh and this it's week real. it's it's real. And this week there was at least like ten quarterbacks with twenty five points or more or something like that. And, around twenty to twenty five. And like three of them were probably owned in your league, maybe. Yeah. So like I had Dak. You know, yep. uh, like I thought Dak, I was, I almost put him on my start list. Dak had a poor week. Yeah. Brady had three points. Yeah, well, no, Russell Wilson had 15. Um, 
Deshaun Watson had 11. Right. There was a lot of quarterbacks that did not do great this week. Yeah. I mean, I, and a lot of people had Daniel Jones, too. Started him, streamed him this week, including myself in some leagues. He only had 13 points. Um, yeah. So there was, I mean, and then guys that went off were probably in the waiver wire, like Matt Stafford. So Yeah, I know. I, I we What did we tell you guys to do? We did week? say I get Matt start, Stafford. Yeah, start Matt start. Stafford against. And I Literally, if there Aaron is a Rodgers quarterback, the if there is a quarterback going against the Kansas City Chiefs, I realize this. It's not the Kansas City Chiefs defense sucking, even though it kind of is. But it's also the fact it's that the team is forced to throw yeah, the ball throw, like forced to throw the ball forty times. Game. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like if if they're down by forty, they're not going to try to run the football, right? And that's why their run defense is probably even though the Lions were actually in that game the whole time, they were even winning for a lot of it. So yeah, but they still had to score thirty something. Right, they did. Yeah, um, yeah. Some things I noticed Thursday night football. Jordan Howard after after uh, Miles Sanders. Oh, yeah. He he had like seventeen touches the week before for one hundred and twenty yards, but he fumbled twice. Um, <laughs> he he took a back seat to Jordan Howard in this game, thirty plus fantasy points, depending on the format. That's a lot of a lot of points. That's a, that's a lot of fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 do you expect this to be a thing in the no. future? Okay, yeah, that's what I said. Um, I don't, was talking. Don't buy in the Jordan Howard. Hat. I was talking to a team who had Jordan Howard, thinking uh, maybe they would think that Jordan Howard was great, so they'd sell their best running back. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would not. Ex- I wouldn't even start Jordan Howard next week. Like, I don't even know who he's playing. Uh, but I was just gonna pull just it up. knowing how hit or miss he's gonna be. I wouldn't start him either. Like, if he does like it two weeks in a row, Miami. then you can start talking about like possible. He's playing the Jets. At home, yeah, that's a good matchup. But I, if Darnold doesn't play either, that that could be a good game. They're just they're gonna Howard. split. I think I think the Eagles want to go in the direction of utilizing Miles Sanders. Yes, and so my thought is that Jordan Howard is going to take a backseat to Miles Sanders at some point. Um, but it's it's an interesting thing to watch because they really go with the hot hand. They do. Philly. A lot of teams do. Which is why you probably... I I was so surprised. This is the one thing I was like completely surprised by. Is how many people started Jordan Howard? It's... You know what it is? I faced him in three different leagues. I faced him in in one league. And I think it's because of the bye weeks. The bye weeks. Oh, okay. All right. Because I was like... People who had like Le'Veon Bell. Like an hour league. Why is Jordan Howard being started? Yeah, yeah but that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. And the Packers wasn't even a great matchup, so. Right. Um, uh, Chris Chris Godwin. Your guy. Is he is he becoming the number one in uh, in uh, Tampa? No, he's not. Okay. It's still I, I mean, I, I mean, we know Mike Evans is the number one wide receiver in the depth chart, but I just mean, like, can he ascend to the point of outscoring Mike Evans this year? I don't think I he's going to do that. This year he had he's – had, a 12-point game, a 22-point game. He had that crappy five-point game, and then he had a 36-point game. Or was it 32? I can't remember. Um, basically scoring the same amount of points that Mike Evans had the week before. Um, but th- that game, like, obviously you're not going to score 55 points in a game. <laughs> no. Realistically, their offense scored like 48. So there's that. But God, I think you can see a world where Godwin and Mike Evans both – succeed in this offense like they did yesterday i mean godwin's not going to get 30 points right but i think someone in that offense is going to get 20 points and somebody in that offense is going to get 15 yeah i think it's clear that at least just evans and godwin are the two main focuses in the offense 
I mean, Evans to me is still the guy. Where do you rank Chris Godwin? I'm just curious because I know you seem way more down on him than a lot of fantasy analysts. <laughs> I think I think it's just compared to like you because you own every him, single. But... It's not that I didn't even want to draft him, but I was forced to because I he was wanted in the to draft him. Round. We were the opposites. Yeah, <laughs> I was forced to because we were in the sixth round in our in our home league. But like for you, you've seemed like, like you've been very down on Chris Godwin, and I'm not. I'm not. You're just very high on him. You think he's no. I'm. I'm right around where everyone else thinks he is, which is 11, 12. So that's not that. I have like him like twelve, thirteen. But I think I so think people really, are moving him up though, and I think that's the thing. He, he moved up on my board. And he moved he, up. He, I did have him like fourteen. If he continues to produce the way that he is right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's going like if he gets another twenty point game this upcoming week, which he does have a, a decent matchup against New Orleans, and he's not going to face Eli Apple, so he should be fine. But uh, but Godwin, if he gets another twenty twenty five point game, I think he can shift into that conversation of being a, you know, like a, a, a high, so, uh, not a, not a high end wide receiver one, but a a mid to low end wide receiver one that could possibly like there could be a reality where Mike Evans finishes seven and Chris Godwin finishes eight. Like that's real to me i mean that's possible i just don't i don't think that's gonna happen just the, the seeing how the 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 see this is not just a i have him on my fantasy team take this is a seeing how they utilize chris godwin and comparing it to how bruce arians has used wide receivers in the past yeah it's very similar to like when when he was on the when he was like do you think james winston is going to be able to throw their hundred plus yards is, though, every week this so. is no, he's going to throw 300 yards every week. Like, that's what he did last year. It's a matter of if he throws picks. The problems aren't touchdowns and yards for I mean, Jameis Winston. The problem is interceptions for Jameis that Winston. That is true, but, I mean, he's touchdowns can still be a problem. Yards, you're right. He's going to throw a ton of yards no matter what. But. I just think at some point people need to read. Re, re, like, yes, John Ross had, like, what do you have, 42 points in one week? Yeah, like. But Chris, see, John Ross was a surprise. It was like a oh, John. I Ross, think John, John forty put forty two points. Chris Godwin yeah. is like a, people expected this guy to step into more more targets, more work in that offense because they lost to Sean Jackson because they lost um, Adam Humphreys. So it's like he was expected to get more work, mm-hmm. and he's translating if, that into good. If the Bengals' offense is better and AJ Green was out the whole year, I think John Ross would actually be in that conversation. But I don't think those, so. I disagree. Well, the last Bengals, week he had like four points. Yeah, but the Bengals' offense also, also yeah. the Bengals' offense and uh, AJ Green will come back this season. So yeah, but, but anyway, I, like I'll just quickly I'll quickly name off receivers I have ranked ahead of Godwin. Stop me if you disagree. Hopkins, Julio, Keenan Allen, Odell, Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper, uh, Mike uh, Evans, sh- Mark Cooper. See, I would say not Amari Cooper. I would I would say right now. It's one A and one B, or or what is it? What did you have, Hopkins? I mean, um, wow. not Hopkins. <laughs> it's not Hopkins. Where would you? Where do you have Mike Evans? Seven. Yeah, I think it's seven A and seven B. Like I think he's right. Really, after. I think he's after. He's after. So Evans. you have him ranked seven? No, I have <laughs> him eight? ranked eight. Yeah. Like I think okay. I think at, as of right, I would now, have Cooper Cup ahead of him. I wouldn't. I would have Tyree Kill when he comes back ahead of him. I would have Rekill ahead of him. Yeah, but okay. like until he comes back, you don't have Cooper <laughs> Cup ahead of him. No. Cooper Cup is right now a top five fantasy receiver. But Chris Godwin's number two. Is he number two, really? Yeah, he's number two in all fantasy hmm. right now. That's what I'm, I'm telling gonna, you. Gonna... <laughs> he's like, you're having an epiphany over here. Every week I look at the numbers and I see who the top players are. 
and I just well, like, so I was kind of surprised to see Chris Godwin, but it was because of the thirty-two point, thirty-two and twenty-two point games. That oh, Cup's number three, so Cup's right behind him. Yep. But Cup's more consistent than Godwin too. Like Godwin had the the big thirty-five point game in yeah. half PPR. It was thirty-five, and then Cup has had twenty-seven, twenty-two, fifteen, yep. and eight. I mean that's the same. It looks like the same thing that that Godwin has done this it's year. It's a li- it's a little bit more cons- his his because Coop's Cup's gonna get if we're five I know, or eight. I mean I know we're debating <laughs> like, like, it's not, it's like, I get it, yeah. but like to me like Cup's floor on a weekly basis is yeah. higher because he's gonna get Cup is I just think you a also, guaranteed six. You also have to offense. consider Mike Evans went off against the New York Giants. Chris Godwin went off against the Los Angeles Rams. Like, well, that would make sense, but the whole like team thirty went off thirty-two points. The there were people like and we, Winston we put a, went off against the Rams. The Bucks put, scored fifty-five points put, against the Rams. It's not that was we put a tweet out there asking uh, certain individuals because I've been noticing people on Twitter have been saying they've been uh, they were advised by fantasy analysts and were thinking okay. Chris Godwin is definitely not a start this week because he's facing Los Angeles Rams, and they got burned because they left 32 points, 35 points on the bench. Yeah. So we have to move on. But I didn't like Godwin this week well, against I mean, the Rams. Did anyone? I, I started him and gulped. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I almost thought about starting Terry McLaren, and the only reason I didn't <sighs> wow. is, he didn't be- is because he didn't play. So. I, I might not have done it, but I was nervous about that matchup against the Rams, as would anybody be. But the fact that people were nervous before the game and then he puts up 35 is like he had a really good game. Yeah. Um, Devontae Adams is back. He's 22 points. He does have that turf toe injury, but he should be fine. Is this what we can expect from Devontae Adams moving forward? Yeah. I mean, it's Devontae okay. Adams. We t- we both. I'm we, like, we're waiting for these top five wide receivers that we had. We both said this in draft last, rankings to break out last at some week point. when we gave you guys trade targets. Who's number one on both of our lists? Devontae Adams. Right. It's Devon. I mean, as long as Devontae Adams is healthy, yep. he's gonna get points. It's similar to the Mike Evans thing a couple weeks ago. Mike Evans had what is it, four fantasy, five fantasy points. Yeah. And then he had a 36-point game, and all of a sudden right. everyone was like, holy crap. So it's like, it, but that he was a trade target before that week because mm. he's obviously more talented than what he was playing at. It's the same thing with Adams. Yeah. Um, so if you traded for Adams, give yourself a round of applause. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wayne Gallman was actually relatively decent. He didn't look good on the ground, 3.7 yards of carry. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... He had two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I think he had, I can't remember. I think it was around 100 all-purpose yards. So yeah. he was decent. He wasn't He wasn't I think, bad. Well, I was surprised. He, he played the Redskins, and I tried telling you this last week. It was yeah. a great matchup for him. He's still going to be a little matchup dependent. Yeah, no, definitely. But against good matchups, he's a good start, I think. Yeah. Um, and then Nick Chubb went bonkers. Yeah, Nick Chubb. Just Three touchdowns, 150 yards. Ate his way. Freaking monster. Pure beef. Finally. People have been waiting for this since they drafted him. They have been. They legitimately have been waiting for this. Now it gives some fuel to the Chubb Cook argument. Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, from before the. I mean, Cook's still number one. I wonder what Chubb would look like against the 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 uh, the, the Bears. Bears. Yeah. Friggin' sixteen. I couldn't believe that. The the what the Bears and the Eagles have been they, doing they run to teams. It so much. And then, yeah, it's true. But uh, I think Cook also. Yeah, he had. He had Cook. six. He had fourteen carries for thirty-five yards. 
Yeah, no, it wasn't. So good. he got he got stood seventy all purpose yards. But he got he had touchdown. six receptions for thirty five yards. So yeah, in yeah, yeah. in standard leagues, he still wasn't. Oh yeah. Great. Um, let's move into our waiver wire addition segment of the show. If you've been waiting for this, we understand. Yeah. Um, so let's move into our week five waiver wire ads. This should get really interesting. We'll give you our QB streamers uh, at the end of the show. Um, but let's let's just move right into this. We'll start with uh, running backs. Is there any running backs you're targeting in particular? I know we mentioned Ronald Jones last week. He's still only owned in 42% of leagues. I mean, he needs to get picked up. Yeah, this is it's about time. It's yeah, it's it's definitely about time. He's might take over as an RB1 on that team. I mean, he still has a ceiling because it's Tampa Bay's offense, but I, I've i liked Ronald Jones Wait, all year. You, you, they scored 55 no, against okay, the Los Angeles Rams. No, no, no. You're hating. Hey, let me rephrase that. It's Tampa's running game. He has a ceiling. Is that, uh, is yeah, that more um, fair? I don't know. He had 120 yards last week. They're not going to get 50. In normal weeks when they score 20-something points, he's, yeah. they don't run the ball a lot. Like he had uh, in week one against San Francisco, he had 93 all-purpose yards. Um, on 14 touches this past week against New York, he had 100. Are you saying he's an RB one? I'm sorry, against the Giants, not this week, but week three, yeah, yeah. he had he had 15 touches for 121 yards, and then this week, I can't remember. I think it was, I gotta pull it up, <clears throat> but he's getting what I've noticed outside of week two when he got like three carries. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. They were like, if we're going to go this Peyton Barber train, we're just going to roll with it. Um, he had he had against the Rams 70 yards on 19 carries for a touchdown, which is, you know, not great. But I think he's capped, obviously, by his ineffective pass-catching abilities. Um, but if, he is, if he's a guy that gets 17 to 19 rushes a game and puts up 70 to 100 yards and a touchdown – like he's gonna be good. Like he hasn't been bad this year. He's averaging four point seven yards a carry on the no, season. He's a good running back. It's just do you trust No. Do you trust Bruce Arians and that uh, I mean, coaching staff to use it him? depends. Like, like we, I think, we all I said think this after week one after and then season, he came yeah, in week yeah, two yeah, against yeah, the Panthers. But it's been two got, weeks in a row though that he's he's starting to get more involved in the offense. It's not just like last week and yeah. like it's not like an up and down. No, I do like week, Ronald Jones. Week two I was think the only week that he was like kind of they, they underutilized. Yeah, they didn't got even three give carries. Him the ball. But yeah. I think I think the more he produces and the more he has good games, the more the Bruce Arians is going to feel comfortable shifting away from Peyton Barber. Um, but yeah. he's going to need to do this for like two to three more games in order to completely steal the job from him. If he does, what's his what? What do you think he lands this year? Well, so here's the thing, though: if he steals the job from Peyton Barber, they're not going to stop using Peyton Barber, are they? I would say he would still probably get seven to to, to eight carries. Yeah, right. I mean, exactly. So he he still has a ceiling, but I would like him. Like he could be a potential flex if he completely steals the job. The way he's producing right now, I mean, he might already be a flex in some leagues. Uh, he had uh, ten full PPR points week one, thirteen in week three. Full then, PPR. Yeah. In um, it doesn't really matter. It's kind of the same. Regardless for him, he's only in those weeks. Though he he's was... only had two catches on the entire year, so there's that. Right. But he had he had uh, 14 fantasy points this week. So, so it, but in the, in three of the four weeks, he's had more carries than Peyton Barber, right? Yes, pretty much. Pretty so much. So if he steals quote unquote steals a job, he's going to get more carries than Peyton Barber. But they're still going to use Peyton Barber. 
So it's kind of what he's been doing these past few weeks. When I say like when 14, I say steal the job, too, fans, I'm talking which about is like a good flex, but well, and I, and you saw it this Sunday is that what they what the what the Buccaneers have been doing is giving the ball to Ronald Jones in the middle of the field. The second they get in the red zone, it, it goes to Peyton Barber. Yeah, they didn't do that this week. So that's what I'm talking about. With like, I don't care if Peyton Barber comes in as a change do you of think, pace or do you gets think seven be... to nine carries. I don't care if he does that as long as Ronald Jones gets 17, 18 carries and scores a touchdown. Like, or he, he, he gets get, the he wouldn't, he wouldn't get eighteen carries. I don't think. I mean, he's gotten thirteen and fourteen in two weeks. Yeah, and I think that's nine, for the, the for the bu- Tampa like Bay Buccaneers offense. That's the RB one. Seventeen. See, I don't. I disagree. They're not going to. They're not going to give a running I think back that they, carries. They want it. They want a workhorse back. Ronald Jones was supposed to be that guy. He's what? What he was a first round pick. If right? Peyton Barber, if they stop using Peyton Barber, I think it's a different situation. But if they stop using Peyton Barber completely, okay, then yeah, sure. I was gonna. I was gonna say like, how much do I have to pull I mean, it I, out of dude, you? I I own Ronald Jones in like every no, pretty you. much every one of my leagues, and I, I got don't. you. Um. Yeah, Ronald Ronald Jones owned in forty two percent. How is he only leagues. owned in forty two? I, I can't believe that. I mean, he wasn't owned in our league this week, so this would probably be yeah, the week true. that he would get picked up. I picked him up. I think uh, a couple days ago before the yeah. before Sunday started. Um. But uh, outside of that, there's really nothing. I think no, the highest I mean, scoring waiver wire guy that I saw was like twelve points. So yeah, it's not like there was a guy out there to take in our league. There's a few guys and. At this point in the season, too, just check your leagues, too, because we're going See off dummies. we're going off average numbers. Yeah. But I'm sure in the league that you're in, there's one or two guys that's yeah. owned in, like, 60%, 70% of leagues and is not available in, or yeah, is available definitely. in your league. So you should definitely keep on the eye also, for that. This is uh, something that you should also probably do is every single Wednesday look to see who people dropped. Yeah. That's probably that came back to, bite to me, me in one of my that's leagues. That's what I'm finding is is I'm spending a lot of extra fob on those players yeah. as opposed to somebody you know, that is like breakout guy. So I'm, always keep an eye on that. Yeah. I'm in just like a NFL managed league. Yeah. And I put PPR league and the past week I didn't check what you said. I didn't check Wednesday. Yeah. I think I checked like Friday. Cuz it's just like a casual league I'm in. Yeah. And somebody dropped Joe Mixon. Because he had two bad he had two bad weeks in a row. And somebody just dropped him, and then somebody else picked saw that picked him up fr- and picked him up Friday. People but I had so lost stupid. that week. I would have had the top. I had the top waiver priority. Yeah, I could have got Joe Mixon if I just checked Wednesday. <sighs> yeah, always pay attention. Um, there's no other guys out there. Um, I the I would note just the handcuffs. If you have Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. Alexander Madison, you have Zeke, Tony Pollard. If you have. Uh, <laughs> Tony uh, uh, Todd Gurley probably get Malcolm Brown. Yeah, <laughs> um, that one that one kind of is gross. But do you start getting handcuffs at this point? Say it again. Do you start getting handcuffs at this point? I mean, I usually like to wait until after like week seven I, or eight. I would wait usually, but then but I'm having like this this like this paralyzing point, fear that somebody gets hurt, and yeah, then I'm like, true. somebody puts up hundred fifty dollar bid on <laughs> stupid handcuff, and I'm screwed out of a player. Um, was who bid uh, on in our league? Wayne Gallman, who bid the, oh, what was the like price 80, on him? something like eighty dollars oh, or something like that. That is so gross for Wayne Gallman. He did have a good week this week, but like Park will probably be back in like a month though. So um, it's not like, any wide receivers that you're looking at in particular? Golden Tate, obviously, we'll just throw him um, off to the side. He's got forty nine percent ownership if, right now. If you don't own Golden Tate in your league, what are you doing? Yeah, there really aren't like that many receivers. I know I joked about Corey Davis, but I still wouldn't pick him up. <laughs> 
Honestly, uh, and this is coming from a big Corey Davis guy. Now, I did want to bring this one name up because I do believe I just got to check to see how many leagues he's owned in. So 54% in Yahoo, 70% ESPN. I'll throw it oh, out so there because it. he's owned in probably like 60, 70% of leagues. But okay. he might be out there. It's worth a look. Cortland Sutton has been yes. playing very well this year. He fits what Joe Flacco likes to do so much. Yeah. He's the Joe Flacco guy. Who was that guy that played for the Baltimore Ravens years ago? Um, uh, Toy Smith? Yeah. Yeah, it's sim- he does similar to that. He's going to be highly efficient. Um, probably like 15. Is Cortland Sutton worth like a week-to-week potential start at this point? The, with the I wouldn't had? start him yet, depending on your roster. Like if you're mm-hmm. desperate for a wide receiver, um, I would take a look at Cortland Sutton. Like if you picked up or you have... Emmanuel Sanders. I would actually probably rather have. Cortland I'd rather have Cortland Sutton too. Than Emmanuel Sanders, but and even if like people are scared, like their own four, so the, right. the chance of like them sit benching Joe Flacco and putting in Drew Locke. Yep. Drew Locke is actually uh, plays a similar style style to if Joe Drew Locke, plays, but he likes the long ball, right? That's kind of his yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. a big arm quarterback, so I, I mean, he would still also fit with Cortland Sutton. So yeah, he's available and NFL.com. He's available in sixty percent of leagues. So. It, mean, it's probably like a he's owned, but take a look, you know, because right. if he's not owned in your league, you could probably steal him. Um, so I, w- I would definitely. How much? How yeah. much fob would you use to get him? Um, I'd say it depends on how much you have, but yeah. just generically, like around fifteen. Yeah, I might spend fifteen to twenty. You and higher to twenty five, maybe. Ooh, okay, depending. I, I mean, he's he's. I, I would say he's probably going to finish a wide receiver too this year. It might be a low end, but um, he's on pace for one hundred and twenty eight targets. So if he's on pace for one hundred twenty eight targets, yeah, you probably want to get that on your team. <laughs> um, Geronimo Allison owned in twenty five percent of leagues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the Allison Marquez Valdez hey, Scantling argument right now is if, out the wazoo. If Devonte Adams misses this week. Yeah, Geronimo yeah. Allison. I would take Geronimo Allison. Yeah, I, I, but it's like, is it going to be Marcus Valdez Scantling or is it going to be Geronimo Allison? Yeah, that's it's the just, question that you have to ask. It switches from week to week. So, um, while he's still out there, owned in twenty six percent of leagues, it's a gross pickup. Oh, and he started out as one of the most promising wide receivers, and uh, he kind of fell down. But yep. Dante Pettis is somebody you should probably, if he's if mm-hmm. he's if he's available. I think it's worth taking a flyer on him for now. I mean, their passing offense has not been that great either. No, the 49ers. So, um, but and well, the problem too is I think Garoppolo's been passing the ball around a lot too. Like a lot of guys are getting a lot of targets type right, thing, right, right, spreading right. it out. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if what Pettis's ceiling is. Right. But I think he could be worth a pickup. Yeah, I mean, especially that, with the waiver wire, what it is this week, he mm-hmm. he could be one of the top guys. He had a touchdown with uh, twenty yards on five targets um, against Pittsburgh in week three, and then he had a bye week. This and he week, wasn't so. really used in week one. No. I remember that, and I think he had zero targets in week two. I don't know. I don't know if he yeah, just got I, zero targets because he got sounds zero like, targets. It or sounds like used, but. I I don't understand how how that that coaching staff went from wanting to use Corey, I mean uh, Dante Pettis to like completely yeah. just. It was try. remember. The good you if you hear good in training camp, it's yeah. good. Or yeah. it's eh, whatever. Yeah, right. But if you hear bad, it's usually bad. Yeah. He but had that some was bad a, training that camp. That was a Pettis, yeah. Some bad training camp hype. Um yeah, there's no one else I really the only guy that I would really uh possibly take a look at 
um, is Deontay Johnson maybe, but uh, that would be. Yeah, it I probably would. It depends on a lot it, of variables. If, <laughs> he's owned in like half the leagues, so he's probably still owned in your league. But if he's what, not, Deontay De- Johnson? No, I'm going to a different player. He's This player is owned in like half the leagues. But if he's not owned, do you take a flyer on Corey Davis? No. Okay. Sorry. Well, okay. this is the this I'll is the other this is the other variable. AJ Brown is literally playing like Corey Davis was supposed to play yeah. in the NFL. I would rather have AJ Brown than Corey Davis at this point. Uh, I wouldn't. See, you say that, but Corey Davis I wouldn't want has either. been a garbage. I don't but want either a, either. One's a rookie. But AJ Brown long term for the rest of the season. I don't yes, think- I would rather have AJ Brown. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> That's gross, but it's true. AJ AJ Brown has had two games with twenty plus fantasy points. They clearly want to throw it to him more than <laughs> Corey Davis. No, they don't. All right. AJ Brown had three targets last week. All right, he caught all three of his targets for ninety four yards and two touchdowns. And he's clearly two, being more efficient hit, than Corey Davis. Two of his three. Corey Davis had five have, catches on six. I don't targets want either Tennessee not, Titans. I don't want either. But I mean, like, uh, dude, wide receiver, what? But, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want. I don't want. I, I just I, I had Corey Davis. I drafted him in like the fourteenth round. He's absolute trash. He's not worth having on your fantasy team. If you have him, drop him. Like if yeah. you want but I feel like AJ Brown, he's a rookie. He's probably gonna get targeted more. No, he's not. He hasn't been all year. I know getting, you say that, but it's four games and like here's right. a, here's the thing. Four you, games here's, he hasn't been. here's the thing you don't here's, Corey Davis thing, is gonna get targeted more. That's a fact. Here's here's the thing that you don't understand with AJ Brown is that as the season goes along, rookie wide receivers that people drafted in the first, second, third round, right? Guys that they invested in. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what round AJ Brown was drafted in, but um, guys they invested a pick in. It's beginning of the season. It's going to take some time to get them. It's like a it's like a, I got to earn my role. Of course, Corey Davis is going to get targeted more. It's because he's the veteran wide receiver. But if AJ Brown is more efficient halfway through the season, they're going to start shifting the targets more to AJ Brown. For me, you're not going to start Corey Davis. No, never. So I would rather take a. Quantitative... I'm never starting AJ Brown either. No, I'm not. But this is what I'm saying: is that if you're picking up a guy that you're not going to I start, just, I can't follow you on this one. Hold on. If if you're going to pick up a guy that you're not going to start, I would rather go with a guy who has a higher ceiling. And AJ Brown, not. I mean. To be honest with you, AJ Brown's probably never going to hit your lineup, and Corey Davis is never going to hit your lineup. But for the last four seasons, Corey Davis has never hit your lineup. Like he's been a guy who just consistently uh, underperforms. AJ Brown has had two wide receiver ones weeks in four weeks of the NFL season this year. So it's like I would rather have that than Corey Davis, who is just not. He shows so many flashes of being good, but it's like he just doesn't perform in that Tennessee Titans offense. You can thank Marcus Mariota for that. He's like, you can thank Mariota. You know, it's funny. It's If you have A.J. Brown and Corey Davis and Derrick Henry in your offense, you should be pretty good quarterback, shouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you really should. Um, <laughs> to think how much he's underperformed is, like, just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been... I uh, mean, you said he had two wide receiver one finishes? Yeah, I thought he had a 20-point week in week one. He had 11. Then he had four. Then he had zero. And then he this past week he had twenty two yeah. off two touchdowns. I just on feel three like catches. I feel like I feel like Corey Davis has that one good game every once in a while. No, he does. You're I right bet. about you're right about Corey I'm Davis. Just saying, I just think, I'm saying I'm gonna go with the young talent that might overtake Corey Davis midway through the season than Corey Davis, who's been a guy that we've expected to come out and people have been truthing on for so long and just hasn't performed. That's kind of where I'm at. But I don't want either, so 
<laughs> it's a relevant argument. Uh, let's just talk about some tight ends. Um, we talked about Chris Herndon last week. It looks like some people picked him up. Yes. <laughs> he went from being like 4% on to 12. I think he's still, if again, yeah. only 12%. I'd actually pick him up if you need tight end. Yeah, I feel like he's a steal at this With point. With Sam Darnold coming back? Yeah. Um, are you looking at any other tight end at this point? No. Not really. It's so disgusting. Do you pick up Jimmy Graham? I think if, if I feel the, like people honestly, are going to pick Jimmy Graham up and then expect him per, per, to perform after he scored a touchdown last yeah, week. People, yeah. He's so touchdown dependent. He is. And he does have connection with Aaron Rodgers. If, if Devontae not, Adams is out, is he worth a pickup? He might be. I think he At least is. for a week. Who's he, who do they play it's this Dallas. week? It's not a good matchup. Eh, hold on, let me look. I'm gonna, I want to see how many fantasy points they've given up to tight ends. Well, it wasn't a lot this week. Dallas has given up the 13 most fantasy points to tight ends this year. So it's like an average matchup for tight ends. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I'd do that. If you have Chris Herndon out there, I would. I would. Do. Yeah, I would rather Chris Herndon too than Jimmy Graham right now. Yeah. Uh, this week is such a crap week on the waiver wire. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it has been since week two, and that's how it is. There have been there have been a lot of really decent pickups. There is there but, is like there's always one guy that's out there that yeah. you're like, oh, that's pretty good. But you, but yeah. one, weeks one and two are the big weeks. Yeah, for waiver wire pickups. So let's talk about some QB streamers. I'll give you my QB streamer. Okay, Rick can uh, tell you anybody that he thinks is going to be out there. <laughs> but this is this is where I, I I'm I'm honestly starting to believe unless you drafted Mahomes. Yeah, you should probably you should probably just trade quarterbacks at this point. Yeah, like the one thing that I've realized really quickly. Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah, I guess he. What did I he think, do this week? I think it was twenty. It wasn't like great, but it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, there's some quarterbacks that do it on a on a week. There are some quarterbacks or, who can do it on a week to week basis. Yeah. And but I think if you stick with one quarterback, you always get that one game that's going to be like. 15 fantasy points and and you lo- you lose your matchup like because mm-hmm. your quarterback didn't perform at a 20 to 25 point pace uh, and it's like I think the problem with sticking with one quarterback unless it's like a top three guy the rest of the season is that you like I ran into this this week I thought Dak was going to be really good he had 30 30 30 and then this week he puts up seven and it's like yeah. it's just it's it's not good for your fantasy team when you stick with a quarterback and then that quarterback There's puts up a burger. I'm going to lose this yeah. week probably because Dak Prescott completely blows. Like he just did terrible against New Orleans yeah. and that was a good matchup. And it's like sometimes that's going to happen. That's why I think streaming quarterbacks probably a more effective option. Mm-hmm. You know, find the guy that's going to be, he has the best matchup and he, he probably is going to perform well. Um, so my first QB streamer is Jacoby Brissett. Against it's Kansas City, um, Kansas City. This is going to be a high-scoring game, I think. I would think that that they're at least going to push the score on on Indy, um, and Indy's going to have to respond. Right. So if Jacoby Jacoby Brissett's been relatively decent at the start of the year, I think if Matt Stafford can put up you know a twenty-five fantasy point game against Kansas City, I think that Jacoby Brissett can easily put a twenty-five fantasy point game up. So I would I would pick up and stream Jacoby Brissett this week against Kansas City. It is in Kansas City, which makes me a little bit that nervous. That does affect it a little bit, but I think Brissett, honestly, the way he's been playing this year too, I think that's yeah. a good pickup. Right. Um, he's been a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year i, I believe i want to yeah. double check that actually before i go out there <laughs> i think he's like nine but i could be wrong uh, he is yeah currently ranked in the ninth among quarterbacks so yeah top 10 quarterback this year and in a good matchup 
top 10 fantasy quarterback, to yep. me, that's he's going to get 20 points this week. And if you're streaming guys, like 20 points is all you need. I mean, honestly, the way it's quarterbacks have been going this year, yeah. you played Russell Wilson this week, you played Tom Brady, you played Dak Prescott, you played Deshaun Watson. Those are four quarterbacks that are started in most leagues. All got, wow, Daniel Jones. You know. All got under. If you include Daniel Jones, that's five. I have, I have, I had faced Daniel Jones this all week. All those quarterbacks got, got 15 and under. Wow. If you can get 20, court, 20 points out of a streaming quarterback, which you can every yeah. single week. Every single week, we give you guys that can get twenty points. The way and they do the I way mean, that the way that I kind of calculated is that if you get twenty to twenty, let's just say you average right around like twenty five fantasy points on every streaming week, and you get that guaranteed on a week to week basis. Yeah, you do that for sixteen games. You get a quarterback who scores four hundred fantasy points. So your streaming quarterback option it's could a top work five fantasy out. quarterback. Yeah, for well, <laughs> no, that's number one. <laughs> like, you probably won't get twenty five uh, every week. But. Yeah, no, you won't get twenty five every week. But if you get twenty to twenty five on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. you're basically getting a a you know top three quarterback performance, and you don't need to stick with one quarterback or waste your time trading for one. Right. Um. So who's the second guy? Um. We got Andy Dalton, number two. I think Andy Dalton home against Arizona should be a good matchup. You know, they've been throwing the ball a lot this year. Um, they have struggled as a team. Yep. But home against a good matchup, it's a good streaming option. And he's owned in a lot of leagues, too. Definitely. Um, that'll do it for our waiver wire ads and streaming options episode of Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Be sure to listen tomorrow as we discuss booms and busts from week four and go over players you should buy and sell oh. for week s- five. Wow. Yes. I, I almost said week six. Uh, I'm <laughs> jumping ahead of myself. Don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you tomorrow, Fantasy Champs. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.